I really want to know what sucked your soul in 2020 and what brought you the most joy in 2020. Welcome to my podcast. As we round out the year and start to plan for 2021, I want to use this episode to share some powerful questions that I think will be really useful to you. I want to share also a couple of updates that are going to come in 2021. So here's a look at what we're going to learn today in this last episode of an epic year 2020. First, I'm going to share number one, the ultimate powerful question with you that I think is going to come in really handy in the coming months. Second, I'm going to share some additional powerful questions that you can use to reflect on 2020. And then in the third segment, I'll give you a heads up of what you can expect, some changes for 2021. So get out of your head, into your heart, And let's dive right in, shall we? All right, so I'm going to share the ultimate powerful question with you, and I'm going to do that in this segment. But first, I want to explain what makes it so unique. This question in particular can be used with anyone. It could be someone at work. It could be a colleague, a direct report. It could also be used in your personal life with your partner, a friend, your kids. It could be a total stranger that you use it on. And what makes it powerful is that it empowers the person that you're asking the question to. It gives them a chance to tell you exactly how you can help them out the most. And why now? Why this question now? Well, we're entering 2021 and we are still dealing with this global pandemic. And I hope that I'm wrong, but I do believe that these next few months in the middle of winter are going to be very difficult for people. Let's face it, we have reached fatigue with all the restrictions. We're frustrated and it's January, which is the most depressing time of the year and also home to Blue Monday, which is the third Monday of the month and arguably the most depressing day of the year. So we need to approach people with extra caution because you never know what people are carrying around with them. Some people are really, really struggling right now. And other people, they're thriving, but then dealing with thriver's guilt because they feel bad because they're doing so well and other people are struggling. So it's a very sensitive time all around. And so we need to be extra, extra sensitive, extra, extra empathetic with everyone. So the ultimate powerful question is, Who do you need me to be right now? That's it. It's so simple. All good, powerful questions are simple. Who do you need me to be right now? And when you ask that, if the person you're asking it to has this like quizzical look on their face, like what? What are you talking about? You can follow it up with some different options to clarify what you're asking. So basically what we're asking them is, what role do you want me to play? right now. So here's five examples of roles that you might play in that conversation. It could be a bartender who just listens to all your problems and doesn't say anything. They just wipe that cloth back and forth on the bar. 
The second is a BFF, someone who always takes your side no matter what they think and they'll just keep telling you you're not the crazy one. The third option is a coach, someone who will help you find their own answer. The fourth is a truth teller, someone who gives you the tough love and names what's really going on here. Or lastly, the fixer, someone who helps you to problem solve and fix what it is that you're going through because they don't want to see you struggle. So those are five different suggestions of roles that you can play in a conversation. The bartender, the BFF, the coach, the truth teller, the fixer. Those are roles that I play in a conversation with a friend, with anyone, except with my clients. With my clients, I always play the role of coach. And you might not be comfortable playing all these roles. You might only be comfortable offering up two of them, which is fine. Or you might find that you have roles of your own that you want to add in and offer up. The important thing here is to let the other person know and name how they want you to show up. And also, obviously, only offer roles that you feel you can do really well. So when someone comes to you and they're highly emotional, they're dealing with change, they're dealing with loss, any sort of extreme situation, before they dive into saying what they need to, ask them, who do you need me to be right now? And if necessary, give them some suggestions of roles. Now, if you're not good at sitting on your hands and being a good listener and not offering solutions to like a glaring problem, then you might want, not want to offer the fixer role, right? Because if it's going to be something that you struggle to play, don't offer it up. Personally, I find it frustrating when people want to give me unsolicited advice all the time or observations about my life. So sometimes I'll even preempt the conversation by saying, you know what, I just want five minutes here to whinge and moan. Is that okay? So this is a powerful question. I want you to use this in the next week or the next week or so and see how it goes. And if the person has that quizzical look on their face, be sure to follow up with some sample roles that they can choose from and indicate how they want you to show up. Remember the video I've talked about it before, it's not about the nail, it's one of my favorites. I don't care what the gender roles are or the stereotypes, sometimes after a year like this, we just need someone to really listen to us, be a good listener and not try to problem solve. So this powerful question, who do you need me to be right now? It may feel like it's a personal question, one that you wouldn't use with a colleague or a direct report because with them, you already have an established role you're meant to play. However, if it's emotionally charged, if someone's overwhelmed, if they're dealing with loss in any way, you might want to step into a different role than you normally do, something that is really supportive. So that's your question to test out for this week. Who do you need me to be right now? So here are some powerful questions to use to reflect on 2020. So if you're a client of mine, either working with me now or you've coached with me in the past, all of these questions are in your goal setting workbook in the first section called reflecting. So there's no need to write them down. I'll just read through this list and I'm going to go through it slowly in case you want to reflect or any of the rest of you want to write something down. 
So there's 10 questions that we're going to use here to reflect on 2020. Here we go. Number one, what are you most proud of in 2020? What are you most proud of in 2020? Two, what tough decisions did you make? What tough decisions did you make? Three, how were you brave in 2020? How were you brave in 2020? Four, what big lessons did you learn? Oh, I learned a lot. What big lessons did you learn? Five, where did you play small or hold back? Where did you play small or hold back? How could you have been kinder to yourself? How could you have been kinder to yourself? What losses do you want to acknowledge? What losses do you want to acknowledge? Eight, what do you secretly wish you'd done differently? What do you secretly wish you'd done differently? Nine, what activities sucked your soul? Nine, what activities sucked your soul? And ten, what activities brought you the most joy? What activities brought you the most joy? In this segment, I want to give you a heads up of some changes that are coming down the pike for 2021. So here's an update on three of the major changes that you will see in the new year. Number one. First, I'm updating my website and the overall look and feel of the brand. As I mentioned last episode, I worried that I might be doing a complete overhaul of everything, including the name. So I was sort of holding off until I decisioned that. Now that I know I'm going full speed ahead, I am going to give my brilliant designer the freedom to change everything else that they want to, the colors, the logo, basically all the design elements. So I spent a lot of time in December going through content, messaging, also creative and design briefs. So I have a pretty good idea of what I want it to look like. And I'm hoping that'll be ready Q1, maybe Q2 of 2021. Normally, I would turn something like that around in a couple of weeks. But honestly, with the pandemic, I have been coaching full time. And that leaves me very little time to do any of my own marketing. Okay, so that's change number one. The second thing is when the site goes live, you will notice completely new messaging. In fact, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've probably noticed a little bit of that already. So this is a reflection of my shift in the focus of my business. So I'm retiring any of the messaging around entrepreneurship and switching it out with messaging that reflects really the work that I have been doing over the last two years, which is a focus on leaders working in corporate and teaching them how to build and maintain strong relationships with themselves as the foundation for their success. So this is really what I've been doing. This is really the passion that I have. And I understand that this core personal development work that we do It is the foundation for all of our happiness and all of our success in life. So watch this space for the content of the podcast to shift slightly starting in January. And then lastly, my focus on coaching. 
in the summer of 2021, it will be my 10-year mile marker anniversary of being in business, which is crazy. I've been podcasting for five of those 10 years. It's unbelievable. Wow. So I've made the decision right now to focus on one core offering, which is my one-to-one coaching that I do. It has had the biggest impact, hands down, and I love the work that I do. So I'm going to be retiring any of the other teamwork, offsite strategy sessions, online programs, masterminds, retreats, parking, all of that, and I'm only going to be offering coaching in a year-long program. It's dedicated one-on-one coaching with me. And it's a blend of coaching and also guided content, which means you'll show up sometimes with goals and topics, and I'll show up sometimes with projects that I need you to work on and focus on. So right now, there isn't a place to apply for this coaching on my site because I'm in between sites. But if you really want to reach out in the meantime, you can get a hold of me either via email or you can ping me on LinkedIn. So if you're interested in coaching or if you're curious and you want to know just what kind of magic you can expect to happen in a dedicated year-long program with me, reach out and I will carve out some time to talk. And that wraps up this episode. I hope that you will try out the powerful question, who do you need me to be right now? Especially try it in the first few months of next year because it's so important more than ever for us to be kind to really support each other remember you never know what someone is going through right now what they're carrying what their mental state is or what kind of stress they have so please make an extra special effort to be patient to be understanding not only for them but because it always feels so good.